So, hey, Tim, nice to meet you. Thanks for joining me today. Hello. Uh, yeah. Um, so your name is Tim Bannister, right? Uh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, sometimes the government calls me Timothy. I don't like that at all. <laughs> Are you... Um, uh, so what kind of, I'm just curious, what kind of communications does the government send you? Uh, so my usual experience is that I go to some sort of uh, health facility and uh, they say, oh, hello, Timothy. And I just wince because, uh, yes, uh, in, in certain sense, that's my name. And uh, I cannot face the, the, the amount of bureaucracy I need to, I'd need to change it. Uh, that's probably a name only your parents call you sometimes, right? Not even, not even. Not even, just not even when you're in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, um, so I, I'm, I'm interviewing you because I uh, know about your work on the Kubernetes project. Um, I've seen you involved specifically in the blog, but I know you do many other things. Um, what, kind of, what kind of involvement do you have with Kubernetes and, and their documentation? So uh, one of the things I do uh in work and outside of it is that I'm a technical lead for the documentation special interest group. So uh -huh. some of the people that listen to this will know about uh, special interest groups, but I think a bunch of them won't. So, so maybe I'll tell them a bit about the groups. Yeah. Let me explain. So you'll know about this. There are these different groups of, uh, of uh, contributors to, to, to Kubernetes. And, you know, you're not associated with just one group if you're a contributor, but the group that I mainly contribute into is the docs group. And then there's other groups who look after the, the, the kubelet component of Kubernetes, so that's Signode. And then there's instrumentation who do, guess what? They do instrumentation and so on. And what the, uh, the documentation group mainly looks after is the website. So that's the kubernetes.io website, uh, which is a static site uh, generated and there's a GitHub repo. And so that's what I'm involved in a lot with the Kubernetes documentation and that and the website that that lives in. And uh, any particular facet or all, all facets of the documentation? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, uh, I, I was um, very um, humbled to be invited to be a technical lead. And that kind of does give me a, a, a part of responsibility for, for, for all of it a bit. Now, it's not just me. Um, the way that Kubernetes runs things, there are also a bunch of chairs uh, who um, the other contributors in the SIG are a little bit answerable to. So the chairs are administratively in charge. And then for technical decisions, there's a separate leadership. So different SIGs do this differently, but essentially technical leadership comes from me and my colleagues, the technical leads, and then leadership in terms of people, in terms of onboarding new contributors, in terms of dealing with any disagreement that that's some other people the chairs who do a great job mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've sat in on some of the weekly meetings um and i've always been impressed by the work that you and jim angel and others do um so how many in the in the doc sig how many tech leads are there and uh how many chairs are involved uh we're kind of uh, recruiting some new chairs now who've been uh, going through a shadowing process so I think we've got two chairs, uh, two other technical leads, uh, Taylor and Karen, and two sort of um, upcoming chairs who are very likely to be put forward uh, for, for, for joining formally, uh, maybe at the end of this year, uh, next year. Wow. 
Uh, it sounds like the organization is really proactive about bringing in people from the community. Um, what kind of people sign up and, and get involved like this? Are they other technical writers? Are they specifically involved in Kubernetes projects? What, what kind of people? There is, a, there is a range of people. I think that for a number of reasons, the docs is probably the, the bit of Kubernetes with the lowest barrier to entry. I mean, there's still a barrier to entry, and that's one of the things that as tech leads, we have an interest in reducing. Uh, but it's much easier to get involved with writing Kubernetes documentation or even contributing in other ways related to it than it is to get involved with Kubernetes, the project. Mm -hmm. We'd call it uh, KK, which is short for Kubernetes slash Kubernetes, that main GitHub repository that's full of Go code. I see. I see. So if, if uh, someone wants to get involved, a technical writer wants to get involved, um, how would they, where would they find out more about this or who would they talk to? Well, uh, we've got a readme. So I really hope that uh, any technical writer or anyone, like you don't have to be a tech writer to get involved, can go to the, the readme for the Kubernetes slash website repo uh, and find that great information. And of course, if you're a tech writer and that readme isn't quite right, and uh, we definitely take merge requests, pull requests. Cool. So I'll, I'll find uh, the link to that and I'll post that in the, the uh, recording notes. Um, that's great. And then, so the, all the information is there and, and um, is there anything else that they should know about getting involved or? Oh, I mean, that, that readme is, is a good starting point, but there's actually in the docs themselves, there's a whole how to contribute to the docs section. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we want to signpost you from that readme to how do I contribute? And so there's pages that explain, uh, well, first of all, I know the, one of the first thing it asks is, do you want to contribute to the docs or are you looking for the general contributor guide? Because there's a bit of a, a challenge there about separating those two things out. But if you want to contribute to the docs, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff. And one thing I want to emphasize like, is contributing is not necessarily about writing docs. It can be about pointing out areas for improvement and filing a good issue. Like, I think that is an underappreciated talent, the ability to write a good issue that makes sense to other people, even if you don't know the answer. Mm -hmm. So um, and anyone who does that, I, I appreciate those, those contributions. And to me, they are contributions true. Yeah, yeah. So what kind of... Um... So these are people who aren't necessarily interested in contributing directly to the, the content, but more towards uh, identifying needs and gaps and, and uh, um, generally people who might have a, a deeper understanding both of the documentation and of Kubernetes. There, there's something this comes up in, in, you might've seen this in the weekly meetings, Rolf, that there is a superpower for people who are new to Kubernetes. So I started out, when I started out contributing, I was new to Kubernetes and the docs were my, my, my way in. And that might be someone else's way in as well. Mm -hmm. But whatever your route into Kubernetes, when you are new to it and you're looking at our documentation and you don't understand it, you are the best placed person to file an issue and tell us what you don't understand. You might not exactly know, like you might not know the words for it, but if you can say this page wasn't clear, I was confused about this then that's great. The more issues we get like that, not duplicates, I don't want duplicate issues, but the more issues that tell us something new about a page that doesn't explain things well, the better we can understand where to focus our effort. Mm 
Yeah, yeah. So I really appreciate that. And I call it a superpower, genuinely. I think that's, um, it's, a, it's a thing I haven't got. Like I'm a tech lead and I find it difficult to picture the, uh, the learning journey of a, of a new person. Right, right. Because you've, you've seen it all and, and it's too familiar, right? You don't have that fresh uh, beginner's eye. Yeah, well, I'm also like, I'm not uh, a technical writer by trade. My, uh -huh. my day job is as an IT consultant. Uh, so I work for a cloud consultancy business. Uh -huh. uh, we're called the Scale Factory. And so I spend quite a bit of my day on Zoom calls or on Slack, guiding other teams to, to make good decisions about uh, using the, the cloud, usually the AWS cloud. Wow. Wow. And I imagine that your the Scale Factory is uh, supportive of your involvement in the Kubernetes project as well, right? That's Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, yeah. You don't have to have like, you know, a good employer behind you to be a contributor. Uh, and so on, but it, I really you know, value the time that the Scale Factory has allowed me to take out to travel to KubeCon, to take part in the docs, to um, pair with people. Um, so one of the things that um, is kind of most costly in time is, is pairing with new contributors who are getting stuck. Mm -hmm. But that kind of uh, contribution as well, um, not writing docs, but, but helping people who are stuck writing docs. Again, that's something that when it happens, I think is really valuable. That's great. That's really wonderful. Um, have there been any, uh, do you have any anecdotes, any experiences recently with uh, writers that, that you'd like to share or? I mean, all of the, uh, all of the SIGDOCs people that I work, that I kind of work with, that I volunteer with or whatever, um, people are good communicators. I think that <laughs> good communicators are naturally attracted to docs for their, I, I guess, obvious reasons. Um, I really like that we now have a diagram guide. So um, a contributor called Chris, Chris Metz has been uh, working on, on that. And diagrams that are something that, that Kubernetes is, 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 is crying out for. Mm -hmm. People, we need the written explanation. We absolutely need the written explanation, but we also, we, you can almost not have enough good diagrams in our documentation. Yeah. So um, I'm really pleased to have that coming in. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't agree more. I, I think um, people have different modes of thinking and having multiple forms of information really helps uh, bring people along, especially if you're working with um, users who, whose language may not be English, their first language may not be first, <laughs> their first language may not be English. Um, sometimes diagrams do a really good job, well, pretty much for everyone, of laying out the major concepts and, and uh, setting, setting the uh, context for, for what you're reading, you know? Yeah. There's, there's pages where we've added a diagram, and I've looked back and thought, yeah, you know, it, 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 I knew it needed it, but now it's, it's just so much better for it. Okay. So, so, Tim, you won an award recently. Can you tell me more about that? So uh, what, I, what I won was the, the first and, and actually because of the timing only uh, top documentarian award from the Cloud Native Computing Foundation. So the CNCF, uh, they're the foundation that is behind Kubernetes and a bunch of other projects. Mm -hmm. and, and they've been handing out awards at uh, KubeCon, which is also Cloud Native Con. So that's Kubernetes true. is kind of the headline project. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um... Yeah, if, if anyone's interested, I'll, I'll post a picture of that uh, in the post notes. So that's really wonderful. Thank you for, for sharing that with us.